You're listening to The Savvy Social Podcast, a weekly show that explores social media marketing strategies that help business owners create connection and build community by focusing on manageable tasks that actually make a difference to your business goals. I'm your host, Andrea Jones. Let's get started. Hey, and welcome to episode number 84 of the Savvy Social Podcast. This show is brought to you by Social Report. Social Report is the world's most complete social media management tool, and it's my tool of choice when it comes to things like scheduling, managing, and especially reporting on social media. You can try them out for yourself for free by going to socialreport.com. Now, today's guest is Brittany Lynn. Brittany is a PR and online marketing strategist for online entrepreneurs worldwide. She has nearly 10 years of experience working in the online marketing industry and has a passion for helping others grow their reach, revenue, and impact through strategic PR. She also has a podcast, which I was on recently, so definitely check that out. I put a link in the show notes for that. Today's episode is all about PR and social media, so if you're wondering how those two things work together, this episode is for you. So without further ado, let's dive right into this interview with Brittany Lynn. Hey, Brittany, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited. I'm super excited to geek out with an old friend about Yay. social media. I feel like we're also just another example of the power of the internet because I'm pretty sure I creeped you on Instagram for a long time before we met in person. Yeah, I think we creeped each other and then we met at an in-person event and it was like, hey, are you this person from Instagram? Like, I think we should be best friends. And, you know, here we are now. Yes, exactly. So let's go way back to when you first got started. Um, well, kind of your first job was in social media, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... I graduated college um, in 2010, and that was right when, you know, at at that time, social media for businesses was, like, just becoming a thing. Like, it was relatively new, Um, and uh, my first job out of college was at a recruitment company, and uh, I was in their social media department, and we managed our clients' uh, career-related social media profiles. So we worked with a lot of hospitals. Um, and so our, they did, um, we did the recruitment for them, but then we also managed um, their Facebook page and some LinkedIn profiles and Twitter profiles um, that talked about their jobs that were open and like promoted their jobs and all that kind of stuff. So it was right whenever like, like Facebook ads was like starting to become a thing and they were like the little tiny like sidebar ads. Um, And so it was, you know, I was like hired on as an intern first and then I became like, you know, an assistant and stuff like that. And it was fun because there really were no rules. Like it was just like, throw something up against the wall and like see what works. Like there, it wasn't like social media is today where we have all this data of like, what works and what doesn't work. And, you know, it was just, everyone was just trying new things and you weren't really competing with an algorithm. There weren't like a ton of paid ads on there. Instagram wasn't even a thing. So that like, we didn't manage any of those accounts. Um, so it was fun in that way, but also a little like, what am I doing? Cause like there were no real standards. Like it was just like, figure it out. Like there wasn't really like a direction or, you know, we were making up the strategy 
as we went. And so it was a weird time, but I've really been with social media like from its inception for business. Right. So when you started your PR business, I bet you mm-hmm. took a lot of that kind of, you, I mean, you just had practical example, kind of like throw you in the pool, figure out if you can swim. Like, Yeah, truly. That's literally like what I feel like I do like every 10 years. It's just like, oh, let's just try something brand new that you've never done before and like figure it out. Um, so actually my business, my business actually didn't start as a PR business. Um, it started with me doing any type of marketing. I did social media. Like I basically basically did what anyone would pay me to do um, in that first year of business because like I don't know if other listeners can can relate to this but I was just like I just want to see what works and like what sticks and what I like and what I don't like um, and so but I had when I started my business I had no web presence like I had I didn't have a website I didn't have social media besides like my personal Facebook account like I had I was starting from scratch and so I just like started participating in Facebook groups and started, you know, networking with people on Instagram and truly social media is how I got my first clients. And still to this day, like that's how I get my clients. And I've built, you know, a very successful, you know, PR agency now and a PR business and we're branching out to offer other things as well. But it all started on social media and me just like, commenting on people's like photos and you know like you said like stalking them on Instagram so you really can like build a great network of people um, and build a business through using social media I think I just love that story because I personally relate to it. I started off doing a lot of things before I landed on social media. Um, But I also think it's really inspiring for the listeners out there who may be struggling with what to do. I think sometimes just trying several things until you land on what works for you is a good strategy. Now, you said something that I want to ask you about because we get this question a lot. Um, Some of our... Well, first of all, are you an introvert or an extrovert? I am an introvert, which some people are shocked by, but I I truly am an introvert. Okay, me too. And I think that some of our fellow introverts out there may be hesitant to comment Mm. on posts on, say, Instagram. So Mm -hmm. do you have any advice for someone who's like, I want to put myself out there, but as a business, I don't know what to say? Mm. Well, you know, I just really liken it to, I think whenever it's like, whenever you're coming from a business perspective, I feel like a lot of times people forget that they're human and they're like, oh, I must represent myself in a different way because now I'm this business owner that I'm running, you know, whatever type of business that you run. Um, And I've really always approached, you know, business, social media, my email marketing, you know, meeting people at conferences. It's just like, we're all just human beings. Like, what can you connect with, like on a one-on-one level with someone that has nothing to do with what it is that you sell. So like, for instance, whenever I was going on social media, like I wasn't going on there and commenting on people's Instagram accounts to necessarily like get something out of it. Like I, it wasn't like, you know, I was doing it with intention, obviously not to, you know, waste time, but I wasn't like, I'm going to comment on this and then I'm going to talk about my business or they're going to click over and they're going to look to see my bio and then they're going to hire me or something. It was just like, Oh, I found cool people that like, have the same interests as me. So like if somebody talks about their dog, like I love, I love my dog. I'm obsessed with dogs. Like I want to talk to, like I want to comment on other people's like photos of their dog. And I feel like, you know, when I was starting Instagram stories didn't exist, 
but now Instagram stories exist. And I feel like it's even easier for people to really connect on that one-on-one human level because people are sharing more unfiltered things on their Instagram stories than maybe like a traditional feed photo where you really do get a peek into someone's life. So if you're not ready to share your life yet, you know, that can be, that's like a whole other thing of like, you know, sharing your life on Instagram stories. Um, If you're not ready for that yet, that's okay. But, you know, watch Instagram stories of people that you genuinely, like, feel like you would get along with. And I feel like for most people, like, you get, like, a vibe. Like, you get an intuitive vibe of, like, yeah, we would be friends. Or, like, eh, this person, like, we wouldn't be friends. Interact with the people that, like, you feel like would be your friends. Like, and it doesn't have to be, again, it doesn't have to be you talking about your business. Like, they're talking about their breakfast and you're like, Oh my God, I made that breakfast this morning too. And it was so good. Oh, that's not really a great example. It's kind of like a weird thing to say, but, (laughs) um, you know, just really come across as like, how would you want to be interacted with like from a follower that maybe doesn't know you and like, just like create that human connection because ultimately like that's who people want to buy from is other human beings. They don't want to buy from necessarily brands. And of course we do, we all have favorite brands, but, you know, as, as small business owners, as entrepreneurs, people really like that one-on-one connection. So the more that you can build on that and think about it from that perspective, and instead of thinking about it of like, I am a business owner and this is my business and you should buy for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, it's human, human, hum, human to human connection is so mm-hmm. important. And, um, actually that's the name of your, your podcast, right? So you started, yes. you started a new podcast. So we'll take a moment to tell us about that. Yes. So basically everything I just said, if you struggle with all of those things, you should listen to the Human Connection Podcast. Wow, that sounds like an ad and it's really not. (laughs) It's Um, a really cool podcast. Just go check it out. Yes, yes. So I do a mix of interviews um, with guests as well as solo episodes too. And really it's you know, it's about PR, it's about online marketing, it's about social media, and it's about how we can all get better at creating that one-on-one human connection with our audiences. Because again, I feel like it gets, sometimes it get, that part gets removed whenever you're trying to think about like, you know, I have this strategy and like, I'm all about strategy. Like I have a social media strategy and I have strategies for all the different things that I do for my business. And I am also a human being and like the times where I'm just like, ripping like about my like TV, like my favorite TV show or like saying some like silly story about my dog. Like those are the ones that get the most interaction. Now, does that actually sell like my PR service? No, but it gives people like a personal, it gives them something to remind them of like who I am. And maybe down the line, they will become a client of mine or they will join my membership or they will take my course or, you know, whatever it is. Um, so that's what the podcast is all about. So I'd love to have you guys tune in. Yeah. And I want to highlight something you said about the human connection, which is that it doesn't necessarily mean that people are going to buy from you, but it is part of that decision-making process. So mm-hmm. there are a gazillion PR companies out there. You know, what makes you different? Why would they want to work with you? And it really comes down to whether they like working with you or not because right. to work with you they're going to have to spend time with you and to spend time with you maybe they want to know what you eat for breakfast or what your dog's up to um, and so some of those things add in such a personal touch that um, 
you know, social media has given us the, the power, the, the um, possibility of actually showcasing some of that stuff. So people can go, yes, I want to work with Brittany because I like her. Exactly. And I mean, for, you know, right now, you know, I started my my business with like a very high touch service offering where it's like, we're working one-on-one and I'm doing PR for you. So we really have to vibe (laughs) to be able to work well together. Um, And so, you know, social media, it can bring me in leads. It can bring in the right people because people can get a feel for who I am before they even reach out to me. Here's the thing. I'm not going to be for everyone there are going to be more, there's going to be people out there that maybe want someone more polished or professional. And, you know, don't get me wrong. Like I'm very polished and professional, but also like, I just keep it real on Instagram too, where it's like, Hey, I'm not having a great day. And like, this is what's happening to me. Um, but that's just who I am. And if somebody isn't going to appreciate that, then I'd rather them just know ahead of time by looking at me on Instagram instead of wasting my time. And we get on a discovery call and then it's like, okay, we're, we are not meant to work together, but like I am the right person for certain people. And, and the same goes for any listener out there too, where it's like, you are the right service provider or, you know, pro you have the right product for the right person. And, you know, a good way of finding those people is to put yourself out there in that sort of way by interacting with people on social media. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So I want to shift gears just a little bit and talk about PR and social media together. So I know that they play very nicely together, Mm -hmm. but for our listeners out there, can we talk a little bit about maybe, you know, how you can use social media to amplify certain PR aspects or even use social media to get PR gigs. So Mm -hmm. share with us like some of your best tips and tricks. Yes. Yes. So, so I feel like a lot of times with marketing people think of things in silos where it's like, and this is my social media strategy, and this is my email marketing strategy, and this is my PR strategy, and here's the thing. Those all need to go together. They all need to work together. Um, And especially, you know, PR goes with all of those things, um, but it really does go with social media. So a few tips of how I use social media to um, build relationships and to get press, and then I'll go into, like, how to leverage, how to use social media to leverage, kind of go in chronological order. Um, So one... Twitter is huge for journalists. So if you are wanting to get into online publications or print publications, um, Twitter would be the place to focus on if you want to build relationships with the people that are writing those articles. Um, Most people will, so you can go to, um, you know, you can search a publication and just do like at, real simple and search and the people that write for that publication or are editors for that publication will typically have it in their bios. So you can find people that way. Um, a lot of times on publications, like when you go to their website and you look at an article, sometimes it'll have like their Twitter account that's linked um, to the person that wrote it. Um, so those are kind of the ways to find the right people. So in that instance, I would identify some top publications that you would want to be quoted in and then, um, you know, search those publications on Twitter to see who has those publications in their bios. And then what I do to shorten it up, because, you know, we all have only so much time and Twitter moves very fast um, and you can literally spend all day, every day (laughs) on there. Um, I create a Twitter list of dedicated people that I want to continuously network with and engage with. 
And so by network and engage, that sometimes can be as simple as like tweeting out an article by a journalist that you admire, that you like, that you want to build a connection with and like reading it and tweeting something about that article and tagging the journalist. Like they want more shares on their articles. They want to hear from people that are reading their articles. So that's already going to give you a win in their book. Um, and if you do it over time, and again, you know, not excessively, but just, you know, every once in a while, um, if they start seeing that and then you email them a pitch for an upcoming article that they may have, they're going to recognize your name because they've been interacting with you on Twitter. Um, so you could do the same thing with podcast hosts as well. Um, podcast hosts are a little more like they're on Twitter and they're on Instagram too. So that's kind of like a preference thing for what you would prefer. Um, but definitely more journalists are, are using Twitter as a resource. And they also a lot of times will post whenever they're looking for sources for articles too. And creating a Twitter list is like really easy and you can do it for free. And if you don't know how to do it, I'm sure you have like a post about it or like you could Google it. It's, it's really easy. Um, so that is, uh, you know, kind of like the pre kind of like establishing relationship, um, perspective. You can do the same thing on Instagram. Like I said earlier with like podcast hosts with like, you know, engaging in their Instagram stories, commenting on their posts, people will then see, will start recognizing your name. And then whenever you send them an email, that's like, Hey, I want to pitch myself for this. I wouldn't actually say it like that, but, um, you know, then you kind of already have a recognition with that person because PR is really like, if you pull back everything, like it's all about relationships. It's just building connections with other people. Um, so that's kind of like the connection standpoint. Let's say you land a podcast interview or you get quoted in a publication or you get an editorial feature, get a local TV interview, whatever it is that you get. Um, now leveraging that message. So one, this is a simple tip, but share it on your social media accounts. I think people would be shocked at the people that like don't share their podcast episodes. I don't know if this has ever happened to you as a podcast host, but like you send out all the information to the person and they don't share it anywhere. Like that's not cool. Like share your stuff. And again, it doesn't have to be like in the 24 hours of like when the episode came out. Like, honestly, sometimes I like whenever podcast guests will share like the following week because then my podcast like gets a boost in downloads from their, from that guest. Um, but like to share about it, they, they had you onto their platform or, you know, they interviewed you for, you know, this feature, like they want the exposure the least you could do is, is share it in some sort of way with your email list on your social media accounts, all that kind of stuff. Um, and tag them because then they'll, they will want to share it even more. The better that you share, the more that that podcast host will have a relationship with you. And here's the thing really with podcast hosts, like that we're all in this little circle bubble. Like you never know who knows who, and, you know, sharing is a simple thing where it's like, if you don't share, they won't introduce you to anyone. If you do share and you are a good guest, they'll maybe float your name to somebody else that they know that has a podcast you would be a fit for. Like, be a good person and share the episode. Okay, that's a very basic and simple tip. Um, 
You can also, you know, if you're sending out pitches on your behalf and, you know, we're not really focusing on PR, but like, let's say you're pitching yourself for opportunities and some of those um, opportunities don't, they don't go anywhere. It can feel like it's a waste of time because like, oh, I put all this time into this pitch and like I created all this content for it and like now it's not going anywhere. Repurpose those as social media captions. So like if anyone submits, um, I don't know if anyone listening here, if you submit to help a reporter out, it's a free service you can sign up for. Um, they send you three emails a day. It's journalists looking for sources for articles. You can submit quotes for those to be quoted as an expert in, in different places online. Let's say a journalist doesn't take one of your answers. You know, hopefully you would be submitting a quote to something that is related to something in your business. Like I would talk about PR, marketing, all that kind of stuff. You would talk about social media. So the, whatever your answer would be, like if, it's, if it doesn't get taken, repurpose it as an Instagram caption. Use it in your email newsletter. Put it on, do a Facebook Live on the topic. Because again, but you shouldn't be pitching yourself for every single type of topic known to mankind. You really should be honed in on, you know, seven to 10 topics that are related to your business that you can talk about so that all of those, all these things can work together. Um, you know, add your, um, you need press mentions or anything to like your website, to your press page that builds credibility with people. Um, you could even do like a press highlights on your IG stories where it's like anytime you get a press mention, like you put that in your, your story highlights. Um, so again, that builds credibility with new people who maybe come to your Instagram platform. Um, and you know, they're like, Oh, where's this person been mentioned? Maybe they want to binge all episodes of podcasts you've been on. I cannot like imagine someone doing that for me, but like I do it for other people. <laughs> so maybe someone out there does it for me. Um, what else? Are there any questions in there that oh like this you want me so, to dive deeper on? <laughs> this is so good. Like there's so many okay. things. I love the Twitter list idea. And I think if, you know, if you want to get connected to the right people, it is all about who you know. And yeah. so if you can be that person that they know, then yeah. that can open up so many opportunities for you. Um, I love, I literally was writing down the Instagram story highlights idea. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, podcast I've guessed on, but not all my press is there. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to do that. Yeah. So. And I mean, especially you have to think about, you know, new you never know who's going to be landing on your profile. And this is something that I, um, you know, I can't remember if I like stole from someone or if I like made this up myself. So if I stole it from somebody, I'm, I'm sorry. And I would like give you credit, but like, you know, Beyonce could like be on your email list or like she could stumble like upon your social media account. Like, you know, okay. The chances that she is, it's like probably very minimal. Um, but there is a chance, you know? So again, to that same degree of like, you never know who's landing on your social media profiles. So you want to have, you know, this all encompassing, you know, look at like who you are to a new person. And especially, you know, with Instagram, with the highlights, like that's a great fit. That's, those are, you know, built for new people to like, look at what you've been talking about. So that's a great way to, you know, showcase your press opportunities where like, let's say a journalist stumbles upon your Instagram account or like a podcast host, they can then see, oh, she's been interviewed on 10 different podcasts. Like it's a no brainer to have her on about this topic. Um, that's why it's important, you know, on your Twitter, like your Twitter bio, like get exactly to the point of like, who you are, what you do, and who you serve. So that whenever you're interacting with journalists on Twitter, 
if they click to your profile, they immediately know who you are and like have a photo that's like of your face. It's like people could tell what you look like. I mean, I know these are simple tips, but again, a lot of times people don't associate like their social media strategy with their PR strategy. And it's like, again, it's all combined. So the better that you can make those profiles, you know, the better, the more opportunities that you'll get. Yeah. So I have a question for you from a PR person's perspective. Um, do follower counts matter? So I'm always talking mm. about how, you know, it doesn't matter, doesn't matter. But I think it does to some context when, you know, potential publications are looking at your profiles. Do they kind of like judge you based on how many yeah, you have? I mean, unfortunately, like I did, there is, it's kind of like with working with like big brands and like getting to, you know, work with them on like an influencer status where it's like big brand, they do look at the numbers of like how many followers you have. Um, I do think, um, you know, now and I, over time, we are all, you know, realizing that like the, the number isn't necessarily as important as much as the engagement. And I think that that's just going to keep getting better and better. And, and I do think that it is not a good idea to buy followers because I think like that bottom, like that's going to fall out. (laughs) I feel like people, there's going to be some like expose or, you know, it's going to be exposed in some sort of way. Um, I, I think for long-term planning, it's, it's not a good idea to do. Um, but you know, I have like less than, I have like a thousand followers on Instagram. I have like a thousand on Twitter. Like I don't have a huge, you know, quote unquote influence on social media, but like I still get quoted in places. Like I get my clients quoted in places and not all of my like one-on-one clients have, you know, hundreds of thousands of followers on their accounts. Um, and they still get good press. So it does like people do look at it. Um, but it's not something that should keep you from pitching yourself because, you know, the point of PR is to get your message out in front of more people. So like, getting PR can help you grow your social media accounts, which will help you get more PR. Um, so really with PR, it's, it's really matters about like the messaging of like, if you have something that is important and is interesting to share and that's going to help people, like people aren't going to care how many followers you have. You know what I mean? Like they're going to want to quote you. Um, so I wouldn't focus as much on like, I have to have this amount of followers to be able to pitch myself. Like that's not true. Um, and you know, hashtag don't buy followers. Yeah. Just don't do it. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you highlighted the messaging too, because I think it is important for us to really have that highlighted on our posts, in our mm-hmm. bio, and even just having a kind of like a professional foot forward when it, so that when people look at it, they're not looking at just the follower number. They're looking at, okay, does this person know what they're talking about? Mm-hmm. Because they're, they need these quotes. They need, um, you know, things from professionals who know what they're talking about. And if you could be that person, that doesn't really matter how many followers you have, as long as you can provide really good information. Right. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like, again, like I said, like a lot of my clients, they're, they're, their social media accounts like aren't huge. Like we're working to like grow those accounts, of course, but like they're getting quoted in places like Bloomberg and Vice and, you know, Forbes, Entrepreneur, all of those types of places 
And you know, this one particular person I have in mind, like they have 700 Instagram followers, about a thousand Twitter followers, maybe 3000 Facebook, but like those aren't huge, huge numbers, but like we're getting quoted in these much bigger platforms. So don't, don't let that hold you back. I love it. There's been so, so many good tips in this episode. Definitely check out the show notes, you guys, for all of the things we mentioned. I'm going to link to the Harrow um, where you can sign up for that and Mm -hmm. all of these good things that will really help you kind of take things to the next level. Um, Okay. So Brittany, what's coming up for you? What's new and exciting? What is new and exciting? Well, the podcast is going, so definitely go check out the Human Connection podcast. Um, I will be rolling out an online course. This will be my first course. Um, at the time of recording this, I'm figuring out the exact dates, but like it's going to be around whenever this uh, this episode comes out live. So just go to um to learn more about the course and, and when that's coming out. Um, but it's really going to be for people you know, both, both service-based and product-based entrepreneurs, um, that are, you know, one to three years into business. Um, you have, you know, you have an established service or product and you're really looking to amplify your message and grow your audience, grow your reach, grow your impact. Um, and, uh, the course is going to be walking you through foundations of what you need in place for a PR strategy. You're going to be able to create your own PR strategy, um, uniquely to your own business. Um, so I'm super excited about that course coming out, but yeah, you can just go to my website, brittanyallen.com to, to check that out. And that's what I have coming up. Yay. And where can we connect with you online? I am everywhere at Brittany L. Lynn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all the places. That's where I'm at. Awesome. And definitely follow her on Insta, you guys. I like her Instagram stories. Check her out. Thank you so much, Brittany, for joining me today. This is so great. Thanks. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Savvy Social Podcast. For links and additional resources, visit our website, SavvySocialPodcast.com. And before you go, I want to invite you to access our free course. Yes, 100% free. It's the best way to jumpstart your social media strategy this year. You can find it at OnlineDrea.com slash free. That's all for this week. Bye for now.